Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. In this episode is returning guest expert, Ellen Francis, and she's going to share with us some strategies on how to have a clutter-free bedroom. So I would suggest you get a pen and a paper ready. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, is your bedroom organized? Well, before I bring on my conversation discussion with Ellen, I wanted to share with you some interesting facts about bedrooms. And this is from Ruby Gemstone. To be considered a be- to be considered as a bedroom, your room needs to have a bed. We spend more time on our bed than any other piece of furniture in our home. The first coiled spring mattress was invented in 1871. About 43% of children from ages 3 to 4 have a television in their bedroom. And a person typically spends a third of their living life in sleeping. And some studies should tell us that the bedroom air polluted the bedroom air is polluted up to 60% times more in comparison to the living room and about 30% more polluted than outside air. So tonight, Ellen Francis of Ellen Francis Design, she's been in business for over 15 years. She began designing part-time, working full-time, and officially launched her business full-time in 2019. Ellen, described as an artist, has always been a creative person at heart that adds pottery to her list of things she loves. She began developing her eye for design at an early age. There was a running joke in her home that you should turn on the lights when you come in because chances are Ellen has rearranged the furniture again. She's built her Barbie dream house when she was 11 out of boxes of fabric scraps from her mother's sewing room. Ellen has designed homes and apartments in Philadelphia, its suburbs, Miami, and California. She has successfully staged homes for sales, adding design and curb appeal, which has resulted in quick sales. Ellen specializes in space planning of small or difficultly shaped rooms. Her keen eye and in-depth conversations with clients has resulted in beautifully designed functional spaces. Her motto is easy living for the soul. Ellen prides her design concepts with the skill of being a problem solver, as well as having the ability to help clients discover their inner creativity with the things they love to live with. Her love of design and function go hand in hand to create homes that are living proof that a house is a home. In 2020, her designs were featured in apartment therapy, and she was the presenter for the Philadelphia Home and Garden Show. So sit back, get your pen and your paper ready, and listen to my conversation with Ellen Francis. Well, hello, listeners. I am excited because I have Ellen Francis from Ellen Francis Design returning. And because this is February and it's the month of love, you know, the first thing we can do to love ourselves is to have a clutter-free bedroom. I mean, that's just in my opinion and my motto for the year. So, Ellen, thank you so much for joining us again. 
Thank you for having me, Janet. I'm so excited about being here and talking about loving your space. <laughs> so Ellen, just, you know, you've been on here several times and I would love the listeners just to learn and know about Ellen Francis Designs because there's so many different aspects of it. So um, will you share with the listeners what some of those things are? Well, Ellen Francis Design is a boutique design studio. And um, since I've uh, begun full-time, which was in August of 2019, I've kind of redesigned my business a little bit. And I've added things on that mean more to me and are more purposeful in designing. So where we are right now is I offer design solutions for homeowners, dwellers, offices, gardens, any space that you need to find function and serenity in. I offer the... um, spatial planning. I offer functioning. My whole design concept is form and function, design and function. I truly believe that um, most, if not all of your uh, furnishings should be, should have a great aesthetic to them, either, either function or aesthetically pleasing to your space and to your headspace. One of the big parts of my business that I've added on is to help displace families and individuals who face hardships to create comfort and joy in their home through design and function. Because we all know that one of the places, I mean, especially over this last year, if the pandemic hasn't taught us anything, it's taught us that our home where we live has to be the type of serenity and the type of place that we uh, dwell in because at any minute we may have to be there all the time So why not make it a space like that so you're not rushing in the end to get it to that point? Have it like that every day. So that's the design. That's the concept of um, my design uh, studio. I'm also going to start getting into home furnishings, pillows, tea towels. And as an artist, I've been involved in clay for many years. So I may start dabbling in that a little bit. But I do thrifting and I find a lot of treasures that way and offer that to my clients. And I love it because I'm a happy client because Ellen was just sharing (laughs) with me some of the things that she bought for me. So I can't wait to see them. So Ellen, um, let's move to the bedroom because you were talking about serenity. And also, you know, this past year, a lot of people have been spending more time in their home, but I don't think sometimes people have that correlation between the bedroom and health and wellness. So, you know, the clutter in the bedroom, you know, what like we have so much clutter in the bedroom. What are some of the things that you find when, when you're working on a project where you see it and you realize this is why somebody may be, you know, not healthy or sometimes they may not be getting a good night's sleep? That's a good point, Janet. And the bedroom is very important because let's face it, that's where we begin. We start and end our day. And a lot of times you spend most of your time there. It's a time where if you're raising kids, you cuddle with your kids, with your loved one, with your mate, that's private intimacy time. So the bedroom is very important to function well. It's a, it should function is as a, a kind of a cave-like dwelling. The big mistake I think that people make is that they go back to the days of where everything was in your bedroom. You had a dresser, everything was in the dresser. You had your closets, everything was in the closet. Your shoes were lined up wherever they could be if you didn't have enough closet space. 
you shove stuff underneath the bed, you, you brought in more chairs. If you have an exercise bike, it, you, it's used as a hanging for clothes. That needs to change. My philosophy about your bedroom is it really basically should be about relaxing. I know a lot of people don't believe in having their um, an entertainment system like a television in there. I do because my comfort comes from watching movies and things of that nature. That's my relaxing time. Well, what I feel is that people need to stop dumping in the bedroom. When you take off your clothes, when you bring things upstairs, especially if you're having company or something to that effect, you dump everything in your bedroom. And then when you go to bed, you shove it on something else and then you leave it there. My idea is that you should really have a separate room or a separate space for your dresser, for um, a closet. If you don't have a big enough place like to have another room, then put some type of a dividing curtain in, in the room to make it aesthetically pleasing. That can even be as close to your bed as you need it to be. It can be a curtain that you draw across the whole wall and make that your closet. And at night you draw it closed. If you have to have your office space in your bedroom, it would be better if you had some type of a divider, some type of a room divider to open that up and close that too. The point is, is when you're sleeping and resting, that you don't look around the room and see these things because those things wear on our brain. One of the things I think that people have uh, struggled with during this work at home uh, time is that it's hard because they're looking around their space and the dishes need to be done and that needs to be done. And oh, I need to clean the floor. And oh, I haven't cleaned that yet. And oh, look at that spot over there. And I wish I could paint and I wish I could do all, all these things bother you. So some of the tips that I find are especially um, if you don't have a lot of spaces for the last maybe 20 years, my bed has always had drawers under it. I totally believe in buying a platform type of a bed with drawers under it. And for a long time, that was my dresser. I had all of my, I had everything under the bed. Now I may store off season clothes in, in under there because I do have a separate closet. But until that point, store your store all of your uh, clothes under the bed. Again, that eliminates the need for a dresser. And if you, uh, the ladies want to have a place where, well, I need to have my perfume, my makeup, my jewelry, then you could have a, a, a nice uh, vanity table with drawers still in it that you can still put your drawer, put your jewelry in those drawers. As you well know, we're organizing your bedroom right now where we're using your drawers with the jewelry trays. Jewelry trays can go in there. If you have some jewelry that you like to display, you can put hooks on the wall. If you have hats that you love, you can, you can do the hooks across the wall, display your hats. And it'll again, it'll look like art and not something that's dysfunctional. And when you take the hat off, you put it on the hook that's empty. You take your jewelry off, you put it on the hook that's empty. These are things that can aesthetically help you if you have linens, hopefully you'll have a bathroom or a, some space next to the bathroom where you can put your linens in there out of your bedroom. The, the important thing is to look at your bedroom and think about what do you do in that bedroom? You sleep in there. If you do need, again, to have other things in that space, a, a curtain rod, you can hang, you can suspend it from the ceiling. You can, if you have a small enough area, you can put suction rods up which are the shower curtain rods. You can put that up and just put a very nice, pleasing, aesthetically pleasing um, curtain drapery. 
Something like that helps with the bedroom. If you do want to have a television on the wall, have hang it hang it on the wall. A television in your bedroom, if you have a flat screen, which of course we all have now, hang that on your wall so it's off of a surface. Have nice nightstands next to your bed with drawers. Not there are a lot of nightstands that are beautiful that are just pedestals. Pedestals have no drawers under them. My belief again is form and function have nightstands that have drawers so that you can put all of your necessities that you need at night, your books you're reading, your notepads, or any other little trinket that you like, your lotion that you like to sit on your side of the bed and put on at night, whatever socks you need, things like that. I know I have a lot of little massage toys for this back pain and that arm pain or whatever. I sock them away in these drawers. Make sure that the, um, Furniture, as I said, in your bedroom is functioning. I have room in my bedroom for a sofa. So I like pillows on my bed. So at night, I take the pillows off of my bed and put them on the sofa. So these are things that can help with your bedroom. And these are things, as I said, that I do in my bedroom as well. Wow, Ellen. I mean, that was a long list. I love what you said. Stop dumping. Stop shoving. That was good. And also, you know, the, the tip about the nightstand. So my nightstand does have drawers and also has shelves. And I tell people it serves a purpose because then, like you said, I have all my little things like my lotions and, and all of those wonderful little things I can keep in the side in the drawer. And it doesn't, you know, clutter up the top of the drawer. So those were all wonderful tips, listeners. I hope you were listening. But if you weren't, you can always replay it again. So Ellen, with everything that you do, and I know that you have your your process in the morning, how do you keep that bedroom organized? Because I think a lot of people, um, you know, they don't. They, they, they want to have that bedroom organized, but they don't understand there's a certain thing you have to do each and every day mm-hmm. to just keep things going. So how do you do it? Because you've got your business, you know, you've got your personal life. So how do you just keep your bedroom organized? So when you walk in at night, you can go, ah, you see the sofa, you see the top of the bed, not, and it's not covered with a whole bunch of clothes. Well, one of the things that I am very, very rigid about is I make my bed every day. A lot of people think, oh God, I don't make my bed. Well, that to me is a welcoming time when you walk into your bedroom. And guys, it's easy. We're not talking about some prim and proper making of the bed. Just pull it all up pull it all up and put your pillows on top of it, line them up. That's all you have to do. You don't, we don't live in an age. Most people don't have the type of bedspreads that go over the top of the pillows. Like we used to tuck them in. You just have to pull your, your duvet or your comforter, pull it up, straighten those sheets out, freshen your bed. I also am a true believer in a linen spray to freshen your linens Spray it on your linens after you get up in the morning. Take your shower, get dressed so it's kind of dried. It's just a nice misty, but your linens will smell wonderful. You spray them on your pillows. It's just a little freshening up in between changing your linens. That is very important. Once you make your bed and put your pillows on there, you've got that. That sets the tone. That helps you understand, I don't want this to be too messy. And sometimes even when you're in a rush, it can be very easy to do. Mine's is a little difficult because I have this huge king-size bed. So I have to run around one side and run around on the other side. But you know what? I feel so much better when I do it. So straightening that thing up, 
straightening that bed up, making sure that whatever's on your nightstand, just shuffle it together a little bit. Shuffle it. If you need something um, to be moved out of there, if you had tea at night, take your tea with you in, your, in the kitchen. Make sure wherever you keep your lotions or your jewelry, have a nice tray on either the uh, vanity table or whatever other kind of utility table you have in, in your bedroom, other than, like I said, the dresser. Have a tray on there where things get collected on there. And at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, you look at it, if it's your change, if it's uh, jewelry that you wear every day, if it's rings you wear, your watch, your Fitbit, all the things that keep you going. Those types of things not only help you to organize your day, but it helps you to feel comforting. Even if where you're walking to the office is in the next room, it's still a comforting feeling. And it's easy to do. Of course, there's days when we get all shoveled and everything is everywhere, especially on wash days. Wash days are tough because I know that's a place when I do my wash, I dump everything on the bed and that's where I'll fold it. Again, if you have storage that's very convenient and that's specifically for whatever you're using, you have a place to put those things. And when you open the drawer, it's going to be empty. So you can just put the folded things in there. I also like to keep, a, it's, it's, it's not a bad idea to have a nice bookshelf, some type of a decorative bookshelf that also has art pieces on it or pictures on it. One of the things, I do practice a little feng shui. And one of the feng shui practices is not to have family members in the bedroom. I'm not quite sure what the aesthetic of it is, but I know that when I did have family members in my bedroom, when I moved them out, the pictures out, maybe it was just a, a subliminal thing, but it felt different. And especially when the bedroom is for more than just living, if it's intimacy, it's something about having pictures of your loved ones involved in your intimacy that can be, it can be a little difficult, even if you don't realize it. But the other thing too is, I know that some people like to have a picture of their mom in their bedroom. That's okay. Again, it's where you place it. One of the other things that is not aesthetically uh, really good is having a mirror um, maybe facing your facing the bed where you can see yourself in the bed. That is an, an auspicious thing in feng shui that the, it's, just, it's just your energy bouncing back and forth on the mirror. Uh, the bed placement in your room, the foot of your bed should not directly face the door out of your room. It can be, you know, on the side of it or... or horizontal to it, but not directly facing it. One of the other big things, uh, aside from the um, organization of the bedroom is, I'm a real big component of not having heavy pieces hung over your bed. And that's a safety issue so much more. It's a safety issue and it's a feng shui issue because things hanging over your head are not a good thing feng shui wise either. But something heavy hanging over your bed, you just don't know what could happen what could unsettle your place. It could even be just the wall. I've had things that have hung on the wall and I've come home and they're off the wall. And I thought I had it on a very good system in the stud, in the stud. Sometimes a screw can just go wrong. Sometimes it can break and you don't want something like that happening on your head in the bed. So things like that can help you um, love your bedroom. And by all means, pick the colors you want. Make sure that they're calming to you. Make sure that the colors that you do pick aren't energy type of colors where you can't sleep at night because color really does affect our brain. It's a very, very deep psychology with it. Restaurants, 
uh, really uh, dig deeply into the psychology of color to uh, enhance your appetite. There are hospitals that have colors to help you calm, more calm. I, my last, in my house, I had um, changed my bedroom color many times because orange is a color I love. Painted my bedroom orange and I loved it, but it just didn't feel good. I couldn't figure it out. I changed my colors to like a mocha, coffee mocha. Oh my goodness. That was the best rest I got after that. It was more of a cave feeling to me. It just felt, felt cozier at night. The, the, the light didn't bounce off of the walls. Those things really make a difference. So some, those are some of the things that people can think about if they have trouble sleeping. Wow, Ellen, you have given so many tips and strategies, and I hope people didn't get writer's cramp listening to this episode, but that's okay because you can always listen to it again, and you can always contact Ellen directly. So Ellen, how can listeners get in contact with you directly to hire you? Listeners can contact me on my website, ellenfrancisdesigns.com. I'm on Instagram at ellenfrancisdesigns, and that those, those are the the two best ways to uh, contact me. Most people do that. And of course, my phone number is listed as well. You want me to give my phone number? People don't usually make calls, but my number is 484-343-5195. Call me. I'll be glad to. Um, I do a 15-minute discovery call where we talk about what your issue is. I talk about how I can possibly help you. I, could, I talk to you about whether it's something that you might need design help with, or uh, maybe it's a DIY project. Because one of the things I forgot to mention that I do include in my business is I do um, help manage your DIY project. Like I have, it's called eDesign, where I can uh, create the whole design concept for you, present you with everything that you'll need. And along the way, if you need time here and there to actually talk to me, I'll even go on video call with somebody and say, no, put it over here. No, move this over there. Now see if it works over there. No, adjust that a little bit. Anything to help you get your place in order and um, make you feel like home, sweet home. And I also do garden designs because the outside of your place is very, very important. Whether you have concrete, a concrete garden, you're in an urban living, there's always some touch that you can do to add to the space, to make it yours, to make you feel just like you feel when you're looking in those magazines or any other kind of uh, design book or riding by a home and go, oh, that looks so nice. I wish my place, we can do it. We can work on it. You'd be surprised at what we can work on. Creativity is the name of the game. And yes, it is when you work with Ellen Francis design team. Let me tell you from experience, and I can't <laughs> wait to show you some of the things she's working on for me. So Ellen, I thank you so much. And of course, listeners, I will have a direct link to Ellen's website so you can reach out to her directly. Thank you so much, Janet. This has been fun. I love it. You know, one thing I love talking about is helping people live a better life, a fun life and a pleasing life with great design. Well, listeners, was that a great interview with Ellen Francis? I mean, did she 
provide so many strategies and ways for us just to really have that organized bedroom. And she also talked about the importance of organizing our bedrooms and making it clutter free. So listen to this again, share this with others. So now I want to transition to Taylor's tip time. Tip number one, put the laundry away. And I mean away, fold it, put it away to have a clutter-free bedroom. Number two, put the clothes and shoes and jewelry away, especially the jewelry after you've worn it. Put it away. Put those shoes away. Number three, when you finish reading a book, put it away. Now, Ellen suggested a small bookcase. I am shelving. I do the same. So that way the books, once you've read them, you can put them on the shelf. And then those that you want to read in a future time can be nicely organized on the shelf. Number four, don't allow papers to pile or develop. You know, Even if you have a small space, contain them. Whether you get a decorative tray, hat box, something. Don't allow those papers to develop in your bedroom sleeping area. And number five, make up your bed daily. Make up your bed daily because when you walk in, when you see that bed and it is made, it just does something to you. You kind of relax. So now let's move on to... Um, if you have been working on getting organized and you feel the need for someone just to guide you from start to finish, you know, let's talk, you know, let me help you get back on track. Go to my contact page, janetmtaylor.com, schedule a session. And of course, I've also reduced my 30 and 60 minute sessions. So, you know, we can talk about your project. I can see your pictures. I can see your video. I can give you strategies on how to get started, how to work through the piles, and also how to maintain everything. Please check that out. Or maybe you have decided, Janet, I got an idea. I've got all these ideas. I've been working in my industry for 20 years. I think it's time for me to do something else then let's talk. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to grow your social media influence. Maybe you want to create profitable partnerships with companies that complement what you offer. There is a link in the show page, strategize and organize. Click that link and let's discuss it. You know, and, and sort of like sometimes it's just like a brain dump, getting all of that stuff out on paper and organizing it and knowing where to go knowing what to do. Maybe you need to talk to an attorney. Maybe you need to talk to a financial advisor. Maybe you need to really sit down and talk with a strategy coach. So all of those things. So please check that out. And of course, I want to thank you for allowing me, um, for following me to be on social media, but also for allowing me to do what I do. I truly appreciate that as I celebrate 27 years. And of course, please continue to share, also subscribe you know, to my YouTube channel. We hope to be uploading some new videos in the spring. And of course, check out my Pinterest page. I have a board that's specifically for the bedroom. So you could check out those tips and strategies and too. And also I have a Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group where um, right now, I'm currently in the midst of sharing with them how to organize their office. I'm showing them how I organize my office, how I organize my supplies. So those are the kind of things people post videos of what they want to organize or they have questions. And I specifically, most of the time, go live and 
answer the question live. I don't just type it in because a lot of times it's so much easier for me just to share how they can get organized. So check it out. There's a link in the show page. And do you know what the day it is? Do you know what time it is? Yes, it is. It's Toss It Tuesday time. And this Toss It Tuesday, I want you to clear the clutter in your bedroom and start by tossing the clutter on your bed. For those of you who've got paper, clothes, jewelry, toys, whatever, get rid of that clutter on top of the bed. My app suggestion for this week is calm. Let's en- that you enjoy a wide range of meditation tutorials mixing in sound of nature to add the ambiance so it's calm. My product suggestion to you this week is a cube organizer. It's a, you can use it for books. You can use it maybe in any other area of your home, but maybe you want to use it in your bedroom because you can, you know, put your pocketbooks in there. You could put your books in there. Um, so many things you can do just to help you have a clutter-free space. And then my repurpose suggestion is maybe use something because this is a month about love. Use something in your home that you're not ready to get rid of and you love and maybe incorporate it into your bedroom. I used to have my mother's traveling trunk as storage in my bedroom. Um, some of you have beautiful glass pieces that can also be used as containers. Maybe you have those beautiful cups. Um, some of you have may have seen where I display all of the beautiful teacups in a drawer and people put your jewelry in it. So think of some creative ways to incorporate the things you love that you're not ready to get rid of into your bedroom. My book selection for this week is Martha Stewart's Organizing, the manual for bringing order to your home, life, and routines. Again, Martha Stewart's Organizing, the manual for bringing order to your home, life, and routines. My quote for this week is, the only items you should have in your bedroom are the items you love and care about to look at every morning and evening. That is from Sabrina's Organizing. Again, the only items you should be in your bedroom are the items you love and care to look at every morning and evening. This is from Sabrina's Organizing. Well, I thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Got Clutter, Get Organized. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, or your social media network. And if you've enjoyed this episode, you know, go to iTunes. If you're listening via iTunes and, you know, just plug in a review. I would love it because I'm telling you, those reviews inspire and motivate me to continue on. And of course, please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. Until next time, you have a clutter-free day. And most of all, you have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.